let's be real, life is messy, there's no way around it, and it often leaves us feeling out of control. Wouldn't it be amazing if we had some helpful tools and resources to best work for you in your own life? Well, in today's society, we're getting messages on how to be the perfect size six, to crafting this Instagram-worthy home, to being the best mom hustler. Let's go ahead and stop all of that by being aware and capable of so much more, meeting our goals, becoming the best moms we can be. Join me, self-taught online business owner, Daphne Caldwell, mom of three, messy mom extraordinaire, and guide to all things living authentically, anxiety-free, and most importantly, happily you. Friends, welcome to the second episode from A Mess to a Message. I hope you caught the first one so that you are not confused, but if not, you can go back and listen to that. We are going over the final two of the four S's to success. Last time we discussed um, simplicity and self-awareness, which is super important before we dive into these next two topics. You would be so proud of me because I had gotten everything together, plugged up my Apple Watch right next to its USB hub. I highly recommend that. If you have a lot of things that need to be plugged up around your computer through all the random probably would be hazards that would be around my desk into my nearby basket. And I even informed my kids <clears throat> that we would be recording. So I created a lot of intentionality and I planned on scheduling this time to do that. However, one of the things that you do need to know is on the other side of that story, I walked past my podcast mic about three times trying to find it in the same place that it was placed last time. And the headphones I had been searching for under a pile of clothing. Does the ladder that I just discussed negate all of the work that I put into structure? No, we're getting there. Ask me a few years ago, I would have been chaotically just all over the place, pushing around mess and promising to do this very podcast, but then being distracted to do something else. So I have recognized that there is a small win in this and I am more structured now. I would like to encourage you hot messes out there who are like me, who are probably desperately clinging to the hope that maybe one day you'll finally get your act together. Realistically, I hope you're not too disappointed when I say this. We are not trying to obtain the goal of being perfect. We are just trying to have more control and finding purpose in our chaos that will ultimately create a greater peace in our lives. So let's dive right in. Our first of our final two S's to success is structure. It can be confused because I think a lot of people when they think of structure, they think of like a multitude of things to create that structure. And that's very true. Like I talked before in my last episode, being simple or simplistic goes hand in hand with structure. So you'll notice a couple of these topics that we already talked about kind of cycling through. And that's important because it sort of goes together like a puzzle piece. I actually am a beauty and skincare influencer as well. And one of the things I talk about is how one piece of skincare is not going to solve all of your issues. It might help with some things, but they kind of work together like a puzzle piece. And so does working towards having a less chaotic life. Look at these more of resources to make our lives a little bit easier for what we just simply can't do ourselves. It would be easier to give up, yes, but why when we have so much power to be able to change our lives and change others around us? 
This is going to help with decision confusion and overload that you may experience, whether you have ADHD or you just get distracted easily, that we'll talk about a little bit later. And we're also gonna establish what is important in our lives in a more clearer way because they feed into each other into a vicious cycle. Structure is basically going to help provide an external control when everything around us or inside of us is at turmoil. For ADHD, like I talked about before, we have a hard time with self-control. We have a hard time regulating ourselves. We go from one extreme sometimes to the other. Having something that's a structure or with simplicity to break down large things into bite-sized pieces is going to lead us into the goals and the dreams that we have. How do we make that more tangible and more understandable? Well, the first thing that you need to know is with structure, what this is going to do is help us to maintain focus, especially when we struggle with that. And we talked about planning out your day the night before, but something I wanna talk about with structure is starting small. Now, one of the things I struggle with myself is we have these high goals, these big goals, and we don't take the time to assess and process how we're able to get there. We're able to see the moon and shoot for the stars, but we don't even know how to propel ourselves in that direction. If you start small and work your way up into a habit or a routine that suits you, this will help you to become more successful. Choosing maybe just one task at a time and implementing it into your day, whether that's creating a to-do list, will help to build consistency and a sequence that's going to feel less overwhelming. Again, it's overwhelm that we experience. Once you feel comfortable with something that you're doing over and over and over again, even if it's something tiny, such as exercising like only for five minutes a day, instead of this whole we're going for a marathon thing, you will start to notice that it becomes like second nature and then you'll be prepared to choose another task and repeat that same process. So keeping those things simple, trying to find a way to simplify the situation through scheduling, picking a few core things that provide the framework for what we want to do. Perfect segue into the final S to success scheduling. That term would literally bore me to tears, but once you see the value and the impact that it is going to make in your life, it will totally become a game changer for you. With scheduling, I want you to look at it this way. I want you to look at it as intentional, blocked out moments of your life that will reach you closer to the life that you desire and your goals. And if you look at it that way, it kind of changes your perspective. But with scheduling, what tends to happen is things battle for top priority. And if we're not careful, we can say yes to the things that are not important and not realize it until we've already committed to them or it's too late. Because in my mind, the first thing that I would have said would have been like, well, I know what my priorities are. And maybe, you know, you have a top five or whatever that first comes to mind. But I can guarantee you that we need to do a little more deep diving into that because it's more than just our top five that we need to be able to propel us in the direction that we want to go. I know without a shadow of a doubt that one of my top priorities is my family and they're going to get taken care of every single day. But I have more than just my family that creates a high quality lifestyle and purpose. So in addition to our top priority, making sure that just other things don't get in the way of those top priorities, we need to understand how to prioritize. In order to understand how to prioritize, we need to also be self-aware of what the enemies are to that. Top three, especially with ADHD, are time 
myopia, big picture mentality, and a motivation through novelty. Time myopia is simply just a nearsightedness to the deadlines that you have. You might procrastinate. Big picture mentality is just where you see so much in detail to the point where to decision paralysis, you see so much at one time and you really can't move forward from there. And then finally, motivation through novelty. That's anything shiny new. That, that magpie mentality where we're kind of drawn over and over to new things and is regardless of the relevance, the significance, the importance, and that conflict with our task list that we have. It challenges our self-control. And if we're not careful, we give in to that. But I do want to talk about real quick before we go into how to be more intentional with priorities. I want to talk about superpowers of ADHD because I feel like that's not as expressed as much. And I want you to understand that although this may seem like a handicap, this is actually something that we can use to enhance our lives. Heck yes. One of the superpowers to ADHD is the big picture mentality. Why? Because we see so many things and so many things in detail that that can spurn creativity and for us to have new fresh ideas that other people may not be able to see with that type of vision that we have. Another thing is because we are so enticed by new, by shiny things, we always have something to be able to bring new to the table when things might get a little stale. And then also with AD ADHD, one of our superpowers is that we can be able to keep going and we will throw everything that we have into it, which is just an enriching way to have life. Don't you agree? And even if people don't understand always these superpowers or understand the struggles that we're going through, we can and we can be proactive about it. Some of the top ways that we can prioritize in our life will be a four-step process. We want to brain dump. We want to create a list of goals. We want to be able to to visibly list deadlines and we want to create a matrix to understand what needs to be done in what fashion and if it has any importance but there is some things I can guarantee you that are taking up free space in your life that have got to go brain dump brain dump is where you have so much going on inside of your brain maybe we can't visually see that that creates the overwhelm the decision overload so what we want to do is get that down on paper or get it down on the computer where we can visually see it to make sense of it to weed through it to clean it up we want to write whatever comes to mind that some of these things might look like things you have repeatedly thought but you haven't done or you've procrastinated at it could be things that you should do things that maybe you ought to do things that you don't want to do if you automatically know with this brain dump that you have a due date with some of it or a time frame during the week, write that down as well. You want to write down things that you can't wait to start that you're passionate about. And the thing that I want you to remember as you're hearing all these things and thinking about this, go ahead and let this be your challenge for this podcast. It does not need to be a perfect project. You can scratch off or adjust as you go. Just do it. That's where we struggle with is starting, right? So if you have nowhere to start, the best way to start is with a brain dump. The next thing we want to do is push that brain dump to the side and we want to write down one to two goals per life area. Life area can be your work, your family, your relationships, 
It could be yourself. It could be health. It can be spiritual. It can be all of those things or just a couple of those things. Whatever really is just the most important to you. But you want to write at least one to two goals per life area. We want to, when we write these goals, not let them be something that is impossible and not just super, super easy, but just a mid-range goal. We may not be able to reach them, but we know it's possible that we could. Once you get those goals written down, I want you to put them next to your brain dump. And our next step is we are going to create a time management tool called the matrix. And you may have seen it. It's a quadrant. It helps us to be effective with spending time on tasks. At the top of the matrix, you're going to write urgent and non-urgent. And you're going to write a line right down the middle vertically. Then on the left side, you're going to write important and not important and write a line through them horizontally. So you should have a quadrant. Urgent, not urgent, important, not important. Things you're going to want to look at is these four categories. What's important and urgent, what's important and not urgent, what's not important but it is urgent, and what's not important and it is not urgent. You can go back and rewind this if that seems confusing. For example, changing a baby's diaper is going to be urgent and important. Spending time with your loved one is important, but it may not be urgent at that particular moment. Maybe they're at work. So the things that are important and urgent we'll go over first. Those are going to be things that are your top priority right away. That's going to be something important right away. It's things that have serious consequences if you avoid them and emergencies. So you may have to rush to that. So the best way to handle these is to allow some space in our schedule for when these things might happen because again we cannot control this all we can do is plan for them or allow space for them often we can if we're not careful with focus issues create urgency through procrastination these can be avoided if we do create a schedule and plan ahead so for example if you didn't pay your rent on time now you have these extra fees and these penalties and you may be evicted and that's urgent where if you had paid it ahead of time it might not have been as an urgent issue. So let's go into the next category. Important, but not necessarily urgent. Like it is important for you, but it doesn't need to be done like right now. These are going to help you achieve your goals and live out your true priorities, but they might be a more longer term version and they're easier to postpone. However, that can also be a problem with postponing if we do eventually need to get to them, but we're putting not as important tasks ahead of the line. Some examples of important but not urgent might be spending time with your children, taking care of your emotional needs, planning and preparing, stepping towards an important goal. So it might be like going five minutes on the treadmill. It's easy to let these things slide again if we don't prioritize. Let's talk about the third category. It's not important but it is urgent like it needs to be done soon. These tend to be activities that can prevent us from achieving our goals and it can be usually created by other people asking us to do something or maybe we unintentionally committed to these without thinking through the consequences of them or if they're important to us so they could be interruptions volunteer activities that are not even related to our goals deadlines that other people gave in us and for these we got to be careful because we need to look at them and see like maybe we need to reschedule them delegate them or just say no Number four, not important and not urgent. 
these are the things that we know are distractions and we need to avoid them or schedule specific times to deal with them. So avoid using our phone for an hour maybe so we can get something that's more important done. Scheduling a time for non-urgent emails or returning phone calls during the day like we talked about. Setting a timer for when we get on social media so we don't end up being on it for an over amount of time when we could be doing something else. So as much as possible, we want to prioritize and we want to use this with our brain dump page. All right. Now that you have created this matrix, you understand what's going to be the most aligned with your goals, what is not going to be, what may be taking up too much of your time that you have allowed, and what might need to be pushed up a little bit more. And and we're going to look and see which one of our goals on our list lines up with what's on our matrix. Our goals are lining up with our brain dump. You might see something on your brain dump that goes over and over and over again that needs to be done that you're procrastinating and it might be time now to create a deadline so it doesn't become a crisis and the most urgent right away. This is the perfect time that you can start planning for this. Then I want to think backwards from that and say, okay, you know, what do I need to get done to prepare for this event? Base it off of that. Maybe you get paid on a certain day, so it, you may want it to fall in the middle of a month when you start repairing your bike. This will help you to be more specific, more intentional with your goals, and help you not to procrastinate as much because it is actually considered like a deadline, which rewires our brain. When we begin to prioritize these things, it helps to decrease our anxiety. It helps us to create good habits, as well as prepare more in our lives for happiness. I'm curious to know if you've ever tried any of these methods. I'm going to end it with this. Ecclesiastes 8.6 says, There's a proper time and procedure for every matter, though a person may be weighed down by misery. And what this tells me in the Bible is that we need to prioritize and we need to make sure our decisions are important so that we can have a structured life when our energy levels are the best so that we can also be able to have the opportunity to do what God has allowed us to for our decisions to be effective for us not to be fatigued so that god may use us fully in the way we were created to be thank you so much for joining me and i encourage you let's continue to dive together into ways to become so much more productive so much more powerful in turning a life from a mess to a message please don't forget to subscribe and if you like this please don't forget to rate this podcast see you next time